Hi, you're listening to Go See a Show, New York City's independent theater podcast. The name Martin Denton should be familiar to anyone who's been around the independent theater community for a while, but for anyone new to the scene, it may not ring a bell. Playwright and performer Chris Harkum and director Amy Todorov of the company Elephant Run District want to be sure there's no way you could possibly forget the name of this passionate theater goer and chronicler of the indie theater scene. So, in addition to doing a show about the life and work of him and his mother, Rochelle, they named the show after him twice. And now Martin Denton, Martin Denton, is currently running at The Crane on East 4th Street. Just a heads up, we did this interview outside of a bar across the street from the venue, and I didn't realize we were sitting right underneath the air conditioning unit. I've EQ'd the interview, so now you'll hear it just as a slight background noise, but if the voices sound a little stranger than you might remember from when you've spoken to any of these people in person, that's why. Without further ado, here are Chris Harkum and Amy Todorov. Take a listen. I have two returning guests. I'm going to have you introduce yourselves, but then we're going to jump right into this thing because okay. we're talking about a play that is literally a love letter to independent theater. Awesome. Let's do it. Welcome back to the podcast. Player and performer, Chris Harkum, and director, Amy Todorov. And we are talking about Martin Denton, comma, Martin Denton. <laughs> and I want you to tell the story of why you called this show Martin Denton, Martin Denton. Because theater artists, if you're listening to this, you probably know who Martin Denton is. But if you don't, we'll tell you. Don't worry. But why is the show called Martin Denton, Martin Denton, Chris Harkum? Um, well, when I decided I was going to do this play, it was just, there, there are sometimes... Uh, when things kind of come to you and they channel right through, and I really couldn't tell you what what it was or why, but when I thought of a title for the play, I just wanted people who love Martin Denton to say his name twice. What are you going to see? Martin Denton, Martin Denton. Really? Martin Denton, Martin Denton? Yes, Martin Denton, Martin Denton. I really wanted people to, and, and, and you know, oh, I saw Martin Denton, Martin Denton. I really wanted people to just say his name. Cause I and for feel anybody like who joy. didn't know his name... You will remember the name. Now. Yes, I think I think yeah, it, drill, it drills it in. So, so that's really why. And there, there's nothing really. Uh, I mean, you know, I suppose somebody could like pull apart the show and say like, oh, it's that way because of whatever meta thing or whatever they want to. You mean if somebody like Martin Denton came and like reviewed the show? Yeah. Well, he's not <laughs> going to do that. He made that very clear. That but, would be very inappropriate. <laughs> I, I wonder if he will write a blog post. I'm I, I don't know. We'll see. I hope he does. Yeah. yeah. I really he really should because um, if, so uh, for anybody who doesn't know who Martin Denton is, if you're listening to this podcast, I would have a very hard time believing you. But it means that you're probably new. Actually, I would think that. Uh, people who are relatively new to the independent theater scene might not know who Martin Denton is. That's fair, I, and I would not judge you for that. So, how would we describe Martin Denton? Who is Martin Denton, and why is there a show named after him twice? Actually, the the funny thing with you bringing it up in this way and talking about new people coming into the scene, one of the inspirations for doing this play was because we were talking to some young artist and we mentioned Martin. We're like, oh yeah, you know Martin. They had no idea who he was. And it really solidified for us the fact that independent theater moves so quickly. And one of the things that's wonderful about it is it's so responsive, but that an entire generation of artists can come in two years, three years. Because generations aren't 20 years in the independent theater world. No, no, very quick. 
So um, Martin is a, a lover of the theater who dedicated his life to not just documenting, but putting a spotlight on and appreciating theater that happens in small stages. And I don't know if uh, Chris would like to talk a little bit about Martin's history because you're the expert now. <laughs> okay. Because this came out of conversations with Martin, right? Yeah. Isn't that yeah, how yeah, this whole thing yeah. started? Yeah. Well, so so Martin uh, moved out of New York in 2014. Uh, so in October of 2014. And last summer, Amy and I went out and had dinner with Martin and his mother, Rochelle. And he started telling us stories. And at some point, he said something. And, and I'm not because I've heard so many stories. Whatever he said, I just went like, somebody should do your stories. I slapped the table literally. And he's like, well, who do it? You? And I was like, yes. And he was like, who would direct it? You? And Amy's like, sure. And I was like, and how we'll convenient do it the- <laughs> Elephant Run District exists. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I said, and we'll do it in the fringe next year. On the year that the fringe doesn't exist. Yeah. And then like two weeks later, they announced they were going to take a hiatus. So... Uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, we'll just keep going forward. And then I reached out to Erez Ziv and I said, hey, well, you got any space in August? And then it turned into Ju- July and here we are. But because we found out that this year, after 20 years, is the first year that the New York Fringe is not going to be happening, it seemed even more important and more vital that we tell this story of independent theater now that we keep this story moving forward. Yeah, it feels yeah. like it's this is like a good placeholder in a weird yeah. way. And I don't and a placeholder sounds like such a derogatory term, I'm sorry. Like but it just kind of came out, but it feels like we've had this trajectory, right? Martin helped to chronicle it. We don't have the fringe this year. Oh wait, by the way, don't forget like don't forget your roots. Don't forget this is a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it on the night that I'm here, I, I can say with uh, much love and pride and adoration that I felt like I was at the third indie theater convocation because <laughs> there was a ton of people in the room who were here to love and like feel like we're part of this thing. So with all of that, we've talked about like kind of what the show's about, who it's about. Um, and started to slide into why this is here. But I really want to dive into that. Like, why do this? Because apart from, I think it's much more than those of us who have been in the scene for a little while coming to see the the show and feeling like, I recognize that. You're talking about this show. You're talking about this space. You're talking about this thing that I remember and about this reviewer that we all have, like, love and respect and, and, and history with. But why do a show? I feel like there's it's more than that. So I want to talk, I want you guys to talk a little bit more about like, why do this show now, besides the fact that it's the off year for the friends. Let's talk about Martin, because Martin's so much more than that, and this idea of this show is so much more than that. So why do the show? Uh, yeah, all that. When when I sometimes when, I talk too much. Is no, I'm not no, a, no. I'm not a good interviewer. No, no. <laughs> this is not my job, Chris. You're, you're, I'm, my, you're my favorite interviewer of all time, Robert Gunn. Because I'm the only person who've, who's interviewed you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not true. It can't you're, be. You're, you're the only person who interviews me uh, outside Stillwater after 
a couple of $4 yinglings. Amen. So, Ladies and so. gentlemen, this is a legit independent theater <laughs> podcast because we are outside of Stillwater after the show. So, okay, yeah, I, sorry. I sorry I to derail so you. just jump on a city bike if that were not a good idea. Bad idea. If that were a bad idea. Anyway, um, so so last summer we, we had dinner with, with them and it was uh, around about August and then this idea hatched. And then I went back a couple times to interview Martin in October. And I don't know what you might have been doing at that time, but you might remember that there was an election happening uh, right about that time. You say this as a compatriot of the League of Independent Theater, <laughs> whom I advertise for at the end of every episode for the past like month yeah. and a half. Yes. So, yeah. No, you know what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so there was a huge election. And... and I just had no idea which way this would go, what what he would say, where this would move, and and that sort of thing. And I I just feel like, to me, as the world gets crazier and crazier, and it's harder and harder to have a grip on reality, I feel like, to me, in, in a world where what we are doing is not necessarily something that goes goes into an exchange as far as you do this here are dollars and cents this is you do this because that's what you're supposed to do or you do this because you know you went to college and then you make money from doing this it, it's separate from all of that and it's not just that oh it's art but it's it's this separate feeling that what we're doing is creating life and then giving life back. And for me, one of the people um, who was there and kind of charted what I was doing and for whom I felt this very deep uh, connection and this person who, if he did not see my show, it felt like it did not happen, um, needed to have his story told. I mean, thinking about the thousands of nights he spent in the theater and the thousands of things he had done and to think that, like, when I do a show and I, like, put it all out there, I then have time either because my body says stop or because I have to work or because whatever. There's a gap. But for Martin, for 17 years, six or seven nights a week from 7 a.m. to 11 or 12 o'clock at night, he was going and going and going and, and doing all of this stuff. And he did it differently. And I, I, I don't know, I'm going all over the place and I'm sorry for anybody listening to this and wanting to kind of have, be able to diagram this. But, um, but that's independent theater. That's independent theater, baby. So, yeah, go. But, uh, you know, I'm listening to Chris talk about the show and to audiences' reactions to the show and thinking about where we were when we first started creating it, we really did go through this period where... We started in October, and we thought that the election in this country would be moving forward in, a, in one way. And then the election happened in November, and it was not the result that many people expected. And in a lot of ways, the result was very unmooring. We felt uh, a little unsafe and untethered. Uh, and that coupled with what is constantly going on in the city in new york with real estate always shifting and we're always losing venues and yeah, which is a big part of the show big part yeah. of the show and with the fringe not happening this year um 
I actually like how you said that it was a, a place marker because I, I really feel that this is not the end of the fringe. This is just a... a oh, it damn well better not be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that this is, it is something that will continue on and will, will evolve. Um, we had this conversation amongst ourselves. like, as artists, should we be doing something more overtly political? And I, we really just came back to this show is a rallying cry for how important artists' work is and how, yes, we tell the story of Martin Denton and how he sort of galvanized a community, but it is really the story of artists continuing to make works and continuing to express themselves. And it, the show feels like it's a solid platform underneath our feet right now in a time when it is really kind of scary out there in the world. It's this reminder that you know, we still have safety in numbers. We're still a community. And there's still um, just an incredible amount of love and care for each other out there in the world. One of our compatriots who is here at the show tonight, uh, who may or may not be listening in right now, relayed a story earlier about how the theater can be home. And that is really really at the heart of this at least for me as somebody who uh you know maybe i'm sharing too much but like found my first real home in a theater it wasn't here in new york it was when i was back in college but it's now this is my home in new york is the theater like this is what i do these are the people that i go out with these are the people that i will stay out until all hours of the night with with a microphone in hand drinking beer <laughs> outside of stillwater like those yeah. are the people and so in this time, I, I, I love that you brought it back to the political nature of this because it does feel very much like the kind of thing that a lot of us need right now. Yeah, I, I guess at the end of the day, I, I, I went back and forth and I really thought right at the end of the year, going into the, into the new year, I, I don't see how this is even... I, I just don't... I just don't why I should be doing this and then I just realized that this is just something that's very big hearted and it's just a big thing of love and that, and that, and I feel like we are going to have to have that we have to remind ourselves that what we're doing is actually valid and, 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 that, and that we just really need to like pull ourselves together and you know there are places in the show where I threw Martin and saying that like it's important to just keep making the work put it out there and you know when you do eventually hopefully people will will find it and you'll 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 have your own audience I also love that something that's part of this story is this idea that and, and I got this partially through the, the work of the, on stage but also partially through the reactions of people in the house when people were saying like I Nobody saw this. There's a couple of people I overheard saying like, man, oh yeah, he talked about this thing and like, I feel like, I feel like that never happened in a weird way. Like it, it happened, but you know, like there's this weird moment of like, after we finish a show, especially in the independent theater, it can feel like, well, there was eight people that night and there was four people that night. And there was a full house the next night. And then I feel like maybe I performed to two people at one performance and the show was over. But thanks to Martin and thanks to the community, we can talk about this thing. And all of a sudden that show lives. Yeah. 
and it never died. It never, it will never actually go away. We, we work in such an ethereal sort of uh, art form. So, ephemeral is the right word I'm looking yeah. for there. So, sorry. Uh, yeah. Both work. All of a sudden, I, I do ghost tours as my day job, uh, in case you didn't know. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, like this ephemeral sort of thing. So, what happens... It can be very easy to just kind of like think, well, why am I doing this? But yeah. thanks to people like Martin and un others like that are right. chronicling this thing, yeah. it's still there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I do think there's something incredibly valuable and often overlooked in the idea of documenting this theater. When I first started directing, I, I had this moment of realization at one point, I have no record of my work. The only record many people have are, are these reviews right. that we're able to then build a career off of because we're able to have, first of all, documentation. But like this, this show really happened. Yeah, this was an actual thing. I didn't just make yeah. this up for my resume. And you know, sidebar: there's a lot of times in in the world where you need to prove that you are an artist or that you are it, it comes up in the strangest times when you need to give proof that you work in this field and the proof you have is the review and if you don't have someone like martin who has dedicated his, himself to finding the shows that are happening in non-traditional spaces or small theaters then we not only lose the record of the work but we lose the ability to build upon the work, we lose the ability for someone to to look up something like, oh, I've heard of Mephisto Theater, let me look up what they do, and then learn from that, and then grow and advance the art form. Right. So it's 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 just incredibly important. The work does matter. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, from a conversation we had earlier, I understand Martin has not yet seen the show. Mm -hmm. However, he has uh, read the play, the script, at least in part, um, because you're a, a good playwright and have like talked to your subject and like, given them at least a heads up about what you're about to put on stage yeah. when you're about to play this person. So, I mean, what would you think, like, in, in kind of summation, like, what would you hope Martin gets out of the show? <sighs> um, I know he's coming Sunday, and I know he's going to sit in the back of the audience. And I know Rochelle will be there as well. I hope he gets a modicum of the love that everyone feels about him coming back to him. And I hope he's in a place to, to take it in. Because I know that can be overwhelming for people. And you can block it out or say like, oh, no, 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 no. I mean, the thing, the thing with the show, what was tricky through the negotiation of me kind of prying into his life and at one point I said like this is an invasion this is an invasion into your life and he's like oh I wouldn't say no 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 it's an invasion you know so in some ways yeah yeah so so I I hope that he can feel that sort of love and and just take all of that in I mean I know he's going to be having I imagine an out of body experience the whole time I know I will Probably while I'm on stage doing it, um, but you know, Martin, I say in the show he reviewed three thousand and thirty-two shows for NYTheater.com. 
that's 3,032 nights he got on the train. That's 6,064 out and backs. That's also 3,032 hours, or maybe even double that for writing and, and editing, or triple that. I don't even know. It's an, a huge amount. But that was just a portion of what he did, you know? So there's so much that he did for so many people. Um, you know, I know, I know that there are people like Taylor Mack, who wasn't getting a whole lot of recognition, and Martin Denton identified him. Um, there's there's uh, Queen Nguyen, who said also, like, if Martin hadn't supported what I'm, I was doing early on, I probably wouldn't be where I am now, writing for Marvel. You know, like, there, there are huge things like that. But also, there are thousands of people who they did a show here or they were in a part of something else and these were these were like little things that he had an imprint on and and it's not just something that just sort of happened and then went away i mean like, like theater is ephemeral like and 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 we ethereal ephemeral whatever yeah 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 <laughs> so you know so so having that documented is is a big thing and and just the fact that his, yeah, I mean, the thing of it is, his story is interesting. I mean, he, to me, he didn't start like, I'm an actor, I'm going to go to acting school, or I'm a director, I'm, and then and then I just wound up writing for theater, writing about theater. Like, he loved theater from when he was a child, and he made his life about that, in a way. And I, th- and I feel like I've known hundreds of people in my life who say they, they love the theater, but Martin Denton loved the theater in a way that I don't know even I love. So I hope he gets some love back. (laughs) That's a lovely ending, I think. (laughs) Thank you both for doing the show. Um, It really does feel like, I mean, I think even for people who don't know Martin or don't have like the experiences of these spaces and of these plays and of the people that you talk about even if you've never heard of anyone that's mentioned in this show it certainly feels like and I said this at the start it feels like a love letter to independent theater and and we're yeah it's it's what we do like so you know Gaucher's show had to be here so um, the show is again Martin Denton Martin Denton we're at the Crane uh, that's where the show will be. We're we're actually at Stillwater across the street, uh, which you should go to after the show because it's a great place to grab a beer. Um, but uh, you're here through when? How long is the show run? July the 23rd. Excellent. And tickets and more information can be found at elephantrundistrict.org. Excellent. Amy, Chris, thank you both. Thank you. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you, Chris and Amy, for hanging out and chatting over a beer. If you are even tangentially involved in or care about the independent theater community in New York, you really should catch Martin Denton, Martin Denton at the Crane Theater, 85 East 4th Street in Manhattan through July 23rd, 2017. Head to elephantrundistrict.org for a link to tickets and more information.
And as mentioned in the interview, if you're feeling like you'd like to support your independent theater community while also getting involved in the political world, you really should be lending your voice to the League of Independent Theater. Join today at litny.org and get involved in one of the many initiatives from the only business league supporting the interests of indie theater. Thanks to you for listening into the podcast. If you dig it, please give it a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash go see a show. Follow at go see a show on Twitter and rate or comment on the show's iTunes page. Until next time, go see a show. Go see a show. Go see a show and then join lit. Yes. <laughs> That's the tag at the end of the show. Right there. <laughs>